0: Welcome to the Women's Health Wisdom and Wine podcast, a bi-weekly conversation with practitioners, providers, patients, and healers about complex reproductive medicine and women's health challenges, the value of an integrative approach to these challenges, many of the women's health topics you're already thinking about, but uncomfortable talking about, and my personal favorite, wine. I'm your host, Dr. Lorena White, an integrative reproductive medicine and women's health provider, licensed acupuncturist, clinical herbalist, and a former labor support doula in the Washington, D.C. metro area. My goal is to bring women's health-specific evidence and expertise to the forefront of daily health and wellness news through informative conversations. If you have ideas, questions, and specific topics that you would like us to cover in future podcast episodes, please leave them in the comment section or send us an email. To learn more, visit the website at www. LorenaWhite.com. As you enjoy the podcast, conversations, and wine time, please remember that this podcast is not designed to be a substitute for a bona fide relationship with a licensed or certified healthcare professional. In today's episode, April Cohen talks with me about Vaginal Steam Awareness Month, Steamy August, what vaginal steaming entails and her specific approach to vaginal steaming and how it serves as a clinical treatment modality, not just a luxury spa service. Let's listen. Hello, 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 and welcome to August, which is Vaginal STEAM Awareness Month. And as such, we're talking with the Ebdimonia Center's own Vaginal STEAM facilitator. She's my friend, she's my sister, she's all the things. She's my support system, she's my prayer partner, she's literally everything to me, Miss April Cohen. So, April, let's get started. How did you get involved with vaginal steaming?
1: Ooh, okay. So, Um, I got involved because of my first experience when I tried vaginal fitness for myself. Um, I've always been intrigued in women's health, you know, wellness. Um, but once I experienced it for myself, I knew right then and there that this was something that I was supposed to do. And it wasn't about the modality itself. It was more so the experience and all the things that came to mind while I was sitting there.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. And so speak to that. like how was how was the experience? let's Let's get into it.
1: It was beautiful. Um, okay. If it, it, for the very first time, I I felt a connection with my womb. and okay. while I was sitting there, these thoughts just came to mind like, wait a minute, who taught me about womanhood? And mm-hmm. how did I know that I transitioned from girl? a woman or right this is a a rite of passage you know how come we've right. never experienced this you know um, those are things that came to mind and that was something that I wanted to take into you know I wanted to take that with me into what I do
0: okay wonderful so when people consider rational steaming, They often think of it as a luxury or a spa-like service that's exclusively reserved for the likes of celebrities, mentioning Chrissy Teigen, Gwyneth Paltrow, and the Maori sisters. However, at the center, you know we utilize—everyone is a celebrity at the center. However, (laughs) we utilize vaginal steaming clinically to address common and complex women's health challenges. So as it is one of the original women's health modalities, please speak to what vaginal steaming entails.
1: Oh, so vaginal steaming, just so people can get a better understanding um, of what it is, I do want to touch on the physiological, but, you know, all those things. So with vaginal steaming or womb spa session, <laughs> it works by applying um, gentle heat as well as moisture that carries you know, volatile herbs to the exterior uh, tissues of the vagina, which is the tissues of, we know as the vulva. Um, So the warmth of the moisture, it increases the circulation to the labia, and it causes um, it to swell, and exposes the inner labial mucous membrane. And so, because of that, With the steam, because it increases the circulation, it thins the mucus and it revitalizes the entire system and allowing it to shed unnecessary membranes and build up.
0: Okay. I love that. And ladies, April used some proper terminology, which I is already like one of my favorite things. We don't have to be afraid of calling it a thing a thing. It's a vagina. You don't have to say vajayjay or any other like little cutesy name. We're grown women. and we Yeah, kitty cat. We have vaginas. Vaginas are, are good. Vaginas need to be maintained. They're, they're not high maintenance, but they do need to be maintained. And you mentioned vulva, the outer labia, all the terms that like really make me shine because it's like us getting in touch with, again, who we really are, our essence, what makes, makes us different than any other creature. And all vaginas are different. They look different. They're going to feel different. They're going to need different maintenance depending on our lifestyles. And we need to know what the names are. We need to know what these things look like. So if you got a mirror, ladies, take some time some real time out before or after you steam and get to know what you look like at your undercarriage. Do you know where your labia is? Do you know where your vulva is? Do you know what your clitoris looks like? All those things. It's not gross. It's not disgusting. It's actually really intimate. So important thing, not only know the anatomy, know the physiology and be able to identify your parts. So as we just mentioned, sometimes vaginal steaming is shortened and cutesied up to v steaming or yoni steaming to make it more palatable to the masses. And it all refers to the same process of vaginal and reproductive health care. We've all heard that the reproductive health uh, system is self-cleansing. However, just like any other organ or organ system, sometimes, at times, it just doesn't always optimally perform its functions. So how does vaginal steaming help with that?
1: Oh, so. First and foremost, when you combine water um, and herbs, it creates a very powerful synergy. That's your word. <laughs> now you know that's my word. You know, I know that's, that's my work. word. Synergy.
0: Oh. <laughs> synergy. <laughs> and,
1: like Jim and the so, holograms. <laughs> wow. You went back. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you went way back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so... Um, with the action of the steam, it helps um, the steam. It creates movement, you know, and so when movement is created, it eliminates. Um, also, it it cleanses, it lifts, it uh, it melts away solid matter, you know. So um, when it comes to fibroids, metriosis, it's great for those. Um, it opens the uterus as well. It tones. It nourishes. It tightens. I can go on and on. <laughs> don't
0: let on us stop on. you. We got time. We, we got
1: the time. I got yeah. time now. Go ahead. <laughs> well, since you said it. uh uh-huh. You don't go on, sister. Don't but let me tell you that. It clears, you know, the uterus of old residue, which is um mm-hmm. it's very common, you know, that's something, yes. you know, that we we can experience. And we we see it all the time. Yeah. Um, you know. You and for those that- who don't
0: know, how would do we clinically know that there's some old residue, some old menstrual tissue that is lingering on? How would we know that, or how would a person know that? Hey, this isn't even
1: fresh blood. How
0: would we? How does that manifest?
1: It, as a matter of fact, when you get your cycle, is mm-hmm. first of all, if it's brown, yes, that is a clear indication that there mm-hmm. that is old residue. Um, right. because a, a healthy period, it should start off red, yes. vibrant in and, and that way as well. Yes. So that's I love it. Sanguine. <laughs> yes. Bright red. So continue. <laughs> so those are definitely, you know, that's an indication. Um, also if there's cramping is also another great indication as well. Um, right. I, I you can't stress the stagnation enough when something is not moving things, it seems to stay stuck and in place you know, mm-hmm. and also clotting. Yes. Um, that is something that is all too common, all too normal, and it's not natural. Yes, you know, so say it again, plotting. sis. Yeah. Say it it's again, all let them common. know. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's, all, it's, it's all too common, and it's all too normal, but it's not natural. And it's not
0: natural, and yeah. I think that's a very good point because oftentimes when we see clients together, that someone's like, oh, that's normal for me. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's normal for you. And it is normal for some other women, but that's not how the body is designed to be. Old blood, these are ways to show that things, something's out of balance and it needs to be addressed before it escalates into some other bigger problem that's gonna be even more challenging to remedy. Mm-hmm. So yes, yes, the bright red blood is what we're aiming for. Signs, clots, sans pain. And oftentimes you are like, oh, I had pain, but it was no big deal. You shouldn't have any pain. You should be symptom free symptom free symptom free no pains no clots no breast tenderness no water retention no mood swings no none of that none of that should be involved with your period and if you're having those that doesn't mean you're having a normal period you're having a normal period for you but your period isn't healthy so just some little tidbits but we'll get into those a little bit later on so what are some of the women's health challenges that vaginal steaming can be used to treat
1: Oh, as I mentioned before, um, endometriosis, uh, picos, um which is sorry, polycystic picos, yes, ovarian syndrome. You, <laughs> you always I say it, pcos. It I say like uh, Yeah, it's a word. It's a word here
0: at <laughs> yeah. the center. Like I say picos and it becomes a word. It's polycystic ovarian
1: syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are like wait, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so those so just to name a few more. Um, um cycles, when it comes to our period, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, it helps with the cramping, um, bloating, mm-hmm. it's also great for um, women who are going through the seasons or the change, yes. you know, yeah. um, who may be experiencing hot flashes or vaginal dryness, um, even women who experience vaginismus, which is something that we don't hear about, but right. it's when it's, um, when it's painful during sex, yes. so um, it's great. You know to treat that as well um it's a great way oh it's perfect for postpartum care yes yeah perfect for perfect for postpartum care and just overall maintenance you know right um it doesn't happen you don't necessarily have to have a, an issue it's just it's just great a great way to clear out that old residue that we mentioned earlier and you even
0: graduated. our menopausal sisters and friends can mm-hmm. use this for hor- not just hormonal imbalances when you're going through the change but some of us are going through some hormonal imbalances because of birth control mm-hmm. and birth control use and this can help rectify some of those hormonal imbalances at a local level mm-hmm. so yeah there's there's no reason why you shouldn't be steaming just no yeah. no yeah
1: none. yeah
0: all right, so now let's start with some of the practical application. This is my favorite part as a vaginal steam facilitator, you've created some beautiful blends using some western herbs named after flowers. So let's start with the sweet petal, the namesake, and how is this the signature blend So how is this blend formulated? What functions does it perform, and who for whom is it designed for
1: so this is like my my baby here, um, yes. because the, the sweet Petal itself just just to give us a, a brief background of where the name even came from. Because I wanted something that was um, that will remind me of who I am. First um, yes. of all, from a very small town in Florida, and uh, we're known, you know, for our cane fields. And if you ever go in the store and you see Florida crystals. I'm quite sure that came from our just saying. Just saying. And all the other surrounding towns around it. Um and the pedal part comes from the inspiration behind that is I see us all as God's creation. We're all his garden. We're all planted pretty much in his garden. Um, and you never really know what may turn out what may manifest because we all look the same, you know. You may see green, you see the roots, you know, but what makes us so unique and so beautiful is that we all look so different. And so once you see that petal bloom, you know, it's like, wow, so you could be a rose, you know, I could be a dandelion, even though it's a right. beauty, but hey, <laughs> I'm Absolutely. going to be the best d- dandelion I know, you know? In the, know? In the <laughs> but, dandelion field. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we're all all his creation you know right so we the sing together and so I formulated this with um with our ladies in mind who experience very short cycles okay um 27 days or below you know okay. um it, it's very gentle so okay. I also created it for my my little babies also my young ladies who are 12 and above, or 12 or younger, you know, okay. um, who experienced their first monarch, which is your first,
0: you know, period.
1: Menstruation period. Yeah, uh-huh. and, I, and I try not to say period, but, I'm, you know, we all don't really, you know. But,
0: I mean, I, again, I love you because you, for so many other reasons, but you use proper terminology. Yeah. So, monarch, monarchy, let's talk mm-hmm. about what that looks like, what it's spelled like, so you can recognize it. It's M-E-N-A-R-C-H-E. Mm-hmm. And that is again. Say it one more time.
1: The first period or menstrual cleanse Yes, or monthly cleanse for a young lady. Your very very first one, which we right. all expect. <laughs> uh, hopefully so.
0: I mean, hopefully there could so. be some type of disorders where you know that's primary, primary amenorrhea, where you haven't gotten your period before the mm-hmm. age of eighteen. So yes, mm-hmm. um, but yes, hopefully by this time, for those who are listening, that you've had had. At least one period, and if not, something you need to get checked out with a healthcare or medical professional. Yeah. So continue with the sweet pedal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you are, um, so if you're experiencing very short cycles, I'm talking about if you're getting two, you know, within the, you know, within a month, you know, that is a great one, a great blend to choose. Um, the purpose of it is to uh, delay. You know, the bleeding, not mm-hmm. to bring it on, but it's too delayed or even. And
0: lengthen the cycle.
1: Exactly, Over. exactly.
0: And a lot of times I'd like to just kind of, again, get to some technical terms because this is going to help you determine what blends you do use mm-hmm. um, and which ones are designed for you. Mm-hmm. When we talk about cycle length, duration is the actual from day one of how many days your cycle. Your period actually lasts. That's duration. However, when we talk about cycle length, we want to know how many days are from day one of this period to day one of the next period. And anywhere between 28 and 35 days is natural and healthy. Anything less than 28 days is considered a short cycle. And we've had patients who have had 18 21 days like you say getting periods multiple times in the month Mm -hmm. and that's never good that's never a good thing sometimes you have ovulation bleeding sometimes you're actually literally ovulating more than one time in a cycle and bleeding and having breakthrough bleeding but it's also important to know that you shouldn't have more than 35 days between a cycle because now you're not ovulating enough Mm -hmm. which means there's not enough Estrogen cycling through your body, and that's a hormonal imbalance as well. So again, focusing on what is healthy and natural versus what is normal is what we're going to focus on. Okay, continue with the sleep petal.
1: <laughs> um, that's pretty much it. I mean, it still nourishes, it tones, it cleanses, um, okay. just like all of these other um, blends. But okay, gentle is very gentle, and once again, just the, um, when it comes to the sleep petal. It's for our ladies with very short cycles and also for our young ladies, our little, our little new yeah. I like that little blue. <laughs> Baby blue. <All>
0: right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So our next up on the <laughs> other end of the spectrum, we're gonna talk about the cool rose. Talk to us about this blend.
1: The cool rose. <laughs> Emphasis on the cool. Mm-hmm. Um this is Back to my ladies, my seasoned ladies, my ladies who are experiencing some hormonal challenges um, such as, you know, we all know what the change is, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, menopause, for those who right. may not know, or even perimenopause, um, who are experiencing hot flashes, um, who, um, this is for my women who are very sensitive to heat, who have heat sensitivity. Okay. Um, right. So, or you can live in a very hot climate, you know, it would be great if you're experiencing hot flashes, night sweats, Um, this would be perfect for you. And it's also great for women who have sensitivity, even in the, you know, in the reproductive area, um, who may need just a little extra tender loving care um, in that space. So it's nice and cooling all right yeah
0: and this is the blend that i use as we're coming up let's talk about the moonflower this is my favorite (laughs) (laughs) y'all plus i just think the
1: moonflower is such a pretty flower but anyhow, yes it really (laughs) is it really is um so moonflower. so this is for um my ladies who are who have pretty much normal cycles so from the Mm -hmm. twenty-eight to the 35 days this is for you. Um, also for my women who have missing periods. Um, who, who um who yeah, sorry, who have missing periods um mm-hmm. as well. So this is this blend is formulated to actually bring <laughs> to yes. bring it on. Um and it's also great um, to release that old residue, you know, that we talked about. It's great for postpartum care. Excellent for postpartum care because You know, think about it. You haven't had most women haven't had Mm -hmm. you know their menstrual cycles a whole nine ten months. You know, so this will be a great way, you know, to um, just to encourage you know to to increase the circulation. You know, just to to keep it moving, to keep things flowing the way it should.
0: Okay, I like that. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, because I think there are a lot of women who need this special blend, the pure petal. Who can benefit from this formulation?
1: Um my ladies who are experiencing some conditions, some unwanted conditions Mm -hmm. like um yeast infections, D V, um bacterial vaginosis. Thank you. (laughs) You knew what I was about to say, uh April. Come on now. No, that hurt you. You like, oh, was, uh, you need uh, to uh, say it. Say it
0: out loud. Say all the syllables.
1: Yes. <laughs> Thank you diagnosis. Thank you. Yeast infection, uh, herpes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, th- yeah. So this this blend is specifically for a um, moisture retaining. Uh, you know those those symptoms, you know, where a lot of bacteria and Bullshit likes to just come together and breed and just like to stay there. So yeah. this blend, you know, um it's formulated with, you know, different herbs that are stringent that tend to draw, you know, um, mm-hmm. to, pretty much to draw out. So this blend is for my ladies, um, the emphasis on the cure. It's a great way to just purify, cleanse, you know, to cleanse you, all that good yes. stuff. And we didn't
0: mention this one, but HPV as well. A lot of us have had some type of cervical dysplasia, even though it hasn't been necessarily a neoplasia of some type, but we have had a HPV diagnosis on a pap smear. So even if you've had that diagnosis, a pure pedal steam would be beneficial for someone who's had a recent HPV diagnosis as well. Mm. All right. So this is my part, again, one of my other favorite parts. How is your approach to vaginal steaming different than what one would find in a basic vaginal steam spa? Walk us through a vaginal steam session with you and girl, do not leave out any <laughs> details. Paint the picture so I feel like I'm there.
1: The whole picture. But, the know, whole okay, picture. Well, now we know we did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um first and foremost, I like for me I, I, I take a, I, I bring my, my home, my upbringing with me, you know, yes. I, I look at it as you're visiting my home, my domain, and my space, and so yeah. anytime I have a guest that, um, that I'm expecting, I like to create the environment for them, right, so, um and I want you to feel welcome, and so and also from my my background, when it comes to aesthetics and you know working in spas and like high end spas and luxury and all of that, just you know I was re- I was trained um, that transition is everything, and so I never want to just come in and just you know sit down and you know <laughs> sit on the pot. That's not you know what I right. want. You know the first thing is okay aromas. So when you walk in, I want you to smell you know, whatever herb or aroma that I may have, you know, going. I love essential oils. I'm an essential oil junkie. I, yes, I'm not is. afraid to admit that, but <laughs> I love me some oil. You hear me? Yes. So, um, so the moment you walk in, I'm, I'm automatically attacking the uh, the olfactory system. Yes. You know, um, it's going right to the limbic, you know, and all of those emotions and those aromas are just hitting you and it's already you know, preparing you, you know, psychologically, whether you know it or not, you know, but the purpose is, of course, to get you to relax at the end of the day. Um, Also, connection is everything. You know, I want to know who you are. I want to know why you're here. I want to, you know, whatever's on your mind, whatever's on your heart, whatever it is that you want to express, whatever reservations you have, whatever questions, I want you to know that this is a very safe space. It's a no-judgment zone. This is... It's all about you. It's all about it's you home. in that moment. It really is home. It really it's is. Home. Um, also, um, you'll also notice that the room is gently heated. And the reason why is because um, it's not just your uh, your uterus that's getting, you know, the benefits of the earth, but it's your whole body. You know, this, this, this is all pores, <laughs> you know, at yes. the end of the day, you know, and of course, any anyone who's ever experienced a sauna, whether it was infrared, you know, or the traditional sauna, you come out relaxed, you know, revitalized like never before. So, um, I, I feel that that's just a nice little addict excuse me, added benefit or little nice little touch, you know, that goes with it. And of course the vibe. <laughs> I yes. love, you know, you you're, you're gonna hear the music. It's all about just, you know, um, I just love. I, I'm a very um, intuitive person. I'm very. Yes. Uh, it's all about the senses engaging the senses. So whether it's smell, whether it's what you hear, you know, what you mm-hmm. feel, you know, everything. It's it's all about treating the individual as a whole, not just a yes. localized area. But the purpose is to really treat you holistically, you know. And so of course, you know, you have a nice music playing and. um and, of course, I always love to have a tea, you know, waiting for Thank you, you. you. know? Yes. I'm <laughs> going to sure my symptoms. Make- <laughs> I was like, listen to. i to missing too.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the
1: tea. Yeah, the tea. The uh-huh. tea. The tea. And it, yes. it's always different, you know, because um, everyone is different. Everyone has different needs, you know, and no matter what. you drink is always going to be beneficial for the reproductive areas it's always going to be something that's nourishing you know and nurturing you know for you so and um i also like to well the visual the visual of course of course (laughs) (laughs) With the, are you talking about as far as like the pictures and just the, the whole ambiance? The pictures, the dim lighting, the, the, the ambiance. Yes. Look, go
0: ahead and tell it. Go ahead and look. Girl, oh, girl you this is what I'm going to do with every day. Every single day, I'm like, April, let them know. Let them know. Like, drop the gem, April. Let them know. she been telling half stories. And I'm like, I'm trying to be the hype man. And I'm like, no, no, but this is you. This is you, girl. You run with it. You got <laughs> The ambiance. Yes. The visual. Go yeah, ahead. Go it's, ahead.
1: It's everything. It's everything. You know, from the artwork you know, to the salt lamp, you know, everything. It's, it's a whole vibe, you know. She's right. It's She's a right. whole vibe,
0: yeah. It really <laughs> is a whole
1: entire movement and a vibe
0: all wrapped up in one. Because when you do step into that room, you realize that you're no longer pretty much in the real world anymore you're at a special oasis and it is set apart it is sanctified it is designed to be that place where it's not just for safety it's not just for relax or calm but it's designed for healing and healing is again a whole body a whole body process it's what you're smelling when you step into the room and you can smell it before you even open the door and that's another thing that makes it pop- powerful because you like you catch a whiff of something and you're like what what, what is that where's that coming from you open the door and you're like that's waiting for you so that's the first thing then the lighting's dimmed it's nice and warm you feel like you're in a little cozy cave and you don't want to leave and then you're the tea is waiting for you You get a little sippy sip you have this nice beautiful authentic gown that is so beautifully decorated like you can't help but let it caress your skin and then you once the steam starts you already at home like i tell people all the time that yes the herbs are doing their work but april's the therapy because then you get the beautiful conversation her therapeutic voice and you're getting to taste the tea, literally sipping tea while you're getting ministered to, because it is a ministry. It's beyond a service. Yeah. And the sounds, the soft jazz, whether it be, whatever you like, that's what she got playing. Yeah. And she knows how to pick that song or that that whatever range of songs or whatever music is. I was like, that's the mood I was in today. How did you know that's how I was feeling? Because she is intuitive. Yeah. So again, this is not your typical steam. Somebody throws you in a room, you sit down on a pot, and they catch you in 30 minutes and you'd be like okay be gone no this is a whole vibe a whole ministry a whole time that she's dedicating literally her body mind and spirit to you and your time together and again I'm not gassing her up but Anytime you're in the DMV, come to Get Steamed with April. How about that? <laughs> At the sweet pedal. Okay. So, um, okay, talk about a sister steam. We've talked about one-on-one steams, oh. but I love this aspect, too. Talk about a sister
1: steam. Oh, wow. So, those are, like, my favorite. I love sister steam um, because it creates a sense of community, you yeah. know, and it goes back to um, – When I was talking about, you know, a a rite of passage, you know, there's something that we don't have. And my favorite, favorite ones are when I have mother and daughter, like when mom brings her daughter or when daughter brings mom and we both sit down together and, you know, I'm in the room and we're just, you know, we're just conversing and certain questions and topics come up and and Mm -hmm. sometimes it gets real. You know, it and real, it sometimes, real. you know, yeah. daughter, you know, she learns things about mom, like, whoa, mm-hmm. you tell me yeah. that? Or, or mom is like, you, that? You, yeah. that? you know, and yeah. it's, it's a beautiful moment. It's a beautiful thing to witness. Um, yes. And so th- th- the purpose, yeah, is to create, you know, a-, a village as well. You know, this is something that, you know, has, has been taking place for years, centuries May I add, you know, from Mm -hmm. our ancestors, like this is how the women came together, you know, in the communities when women had their babies, when young girls were experiencing, you know, the (laughs) monarchy period for the first time. You know, um it's it's a beautiful thing to witness, but sister scene and you don't have to be sisters; it could be, no, you know, no, no, no. mom. It's multiple we people. We all are sisters. You know? Yeah. Sisters. So best By friends. The fact that we are sharing um, together, we're sharing
0: womanhood together—we're all yeah. sisters. Oh
1: yeah. yeah, and and that's the thing. The purpose is to build sisterhood. That's yes. what it's all about. Like sisterhood, and so to be in a space, you know, where walls are down and you're just you're vulnerable, you know, mm-hmm. um, and and it's you're intimate. You both are being intimate, you know, with one another and with yourself. You know, it's it's a beautiful thing. It's a
0: beautiful thing. All right. So there's so many myths about vaginal steaming, some of which I personally addressed during a candid conversation I had with Steamy Chicks, Kelly Garza. Um, Hey, girl, I hope you're listening. Um, What are some of the reasons you feel people are reticent about vaginal steaming when it's such a powerful yet non-invasive non-invasive treatment modality?
1: One is because, I don't know, it's, oh, there's so many parts of that, but <laughs> one of the reasons why- I got the time. I believe. <laughs> okay. I believe. One is because it's dependent on your faith, I don't even want to say faith, religious views, one tends to think that it's evil or demonic, you know, without- Really, you know, doing like any further research or whatsoever, or even just praying about it itself, right. you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> two, um I think some of them just believe it's just too good to be true because it's so simple. Okay, you that know? makes sense. So when you think, you know, you know, when you when you come when you look at a when you think about our the system, you know, like our medical system, you know, you have right. all of these components, you know, and these you know pharmaceutical drugs and all these things, these remedies you know right. um, that one tends to take. So when you hear something like water, earth, you know mm-hmm. fire or heat, you know meaning heat, not like yeah. fire or flames, but yeah, it, it it's just too good to be true. But the, in actuality, we underestimate the power of water, mm-hmm. the yeah. power of heat. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like. You know, and they're natural elements, natural elements that we're we're created. You know, we have those same, Mm -hmm. you know, um, makeup, all of that, and so it's going to complement us, you know. But I I truly believe that some just think that how can something so simple work? (laughs) How how can something so simple work, you know?
0: And I did a post about this recently in terms of what is looking at the active ingredient in pharmaceutical medications. And anybody who's on a high blood pressure medication, diabetes medication, literally anything, look at the first ingredient or the main ingredients. And it's usually some type of Latin name or some type of name that you can't pronounce in addition to the other carcinogenic stuff that's fillered um, to make it marketable by pharmaceutical companies, but look at the names. There's something in that active ingredient and that active ingredient is a plant. It always is. And that's where the actual medicine lies is in the plant. Everything else is a filler to make it a capsule, to put it in whatever that form is so that it can be turned into a pill. But what if you could just take the active ingredient without the other stuff? What if you're just drinking it, your tinctures, whatever it is, and you're just drinking the active ingredient, you're just utilizing the active ingredient, then you don't have to deal with the side effects. Mm -hmm. Because everybody knows when you take one pill, eventually you're going to have to take a second pill to deal with the side effects from the first one. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, you're taking a cocktail of pills and you don't even know what drug interaction is happening or anything else. We're literally dealing with water and
1: plants.
0: Water, plants, and you, like you said, fire, fire to heat that water up.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: There's they, three they're things. Elements. They're just elements. That makes sense. That make that's so the. That's it. That's it. And it's and it cracks me up that people are so scared of water, fire, and plants or wood
1: mm-hmm.
0: that we haven't even thought about where do you think the active ingredient is all the stuff that you're taking comes from all of it mm-hmm. it comes from a plant. Mm-hmm. so why not bypass all that other stuff and get right down to the thing that's giving you life that's giving you healing and listen without the side effects
1: i was that person who used to pop like four of these whatever i could get <laughs> my hands on everything right. listen to this every single month the moment Mm-mm. I came, never experienced
0: it again. Yeah. Never. And I have, <laughs> yes. I've been blessed that I've never, I've always had a healthy period. No clots, bright red, no symptoms. I mean, every once in a while I might get a little bit more um, irritable than, than normal, but again, that could be on a day to day basis. That, that has nothing to do with my period. That's just who I am personality wise. Um, no water retention no breast tenderness no nothing so when people talk about how much pain they're in how heavy their bleeding is how many days they had to call off work how many vacation days they had to use i'm thinking that's not how it was ever intended to be or how many pills like you said they had to take Mm -hmm. because eventually the advil wasn't working then they had to get naproxen and then they were taking three or four naproxen an hour yeah what yeah Like, just, and it's mind-blowing to me, and I'm thinking, but you have an issue with some steaming, some water, some hydrotherapy, Mm -hmm. some heat, Mm -hmm. some real stuff. And it's non-invasive. Nobody's popping anything into your skin. Nobody's doing anything, no IVs, no nothing. It's just some steam. You can fall asleep, girl. You You can can. really relax. You
1: really can. (laughs) Right?
0: (laughs) And there's so many myths that I, you know, delved into and I'll put those in the show notes. But when I hear people talking about how dangerous vaginal steaming is Mm -hmm. and how like pretty much like deleterious it is to your health, I'm thinking it's no more deleterious than the stuff that you're already doing to your body and your reproductive system. How is, how is this the problem? How is this the culprit? And it, and I do nothing but chuckle. Because at the end of the day, I know what I know what I know what I know, and I know it works. Mm-hmm. And the people who take advantage of it as a self care regimen, they also know it works. And so I'm like, okay, you be about your business. I'll be over here getting my life and getting my healing.
1: Okay, <laughs> this has been
0: a great conversation. <laughs> and <you> know, um, <laughs> another
1: reason why I think people are also afraid is because of what they see. Because um, I've gotten it, oh, okay. you know, um, whenever they would come in and the moment they sit down, they're like, oh. It wasn't what I expected. I'm like, well, what did you expect? Mm. It was like, yeah. I was going to be like, hot, you know, because I've seen, you know, like, sister, sister, sister. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. The Maori I, sisters. Yeah, yes. Sister, sister, and, you know, I've seen what women, they said it was like burning and scorching hot. I'm like, mm. it should be comfortable. But that not just, hot,
0: yeah. You know? <laughs> and it's just like anything else. But who, Did anybody, did you have any instruction? Did you just roll up in somewhere? Was anybody in the room with you? Were you working with a professional or did you decide to heat up some boiling water and sit on, sit your can on it and act like that was what was supposed to go down? No, it's still a process. And just like we look at, Different professionals, whether it be our gynecologist, whether it be our mechanic, whether it be our dentist, whether it be the teacher, the school, wherever it is, you do some research. Mm-hmm. What training, what education, what preparation, what experience did this person have? And you can look and see, oh, this person has zero. And that doesn't always equate to not having a, a good experience. But sometimes you need to know some particulars about, do they know what herbs to use for my condition? Mm-hmm. They'll need to know how long to steam because not everybody needs to steam for a half an hour. Yeah. Are they putting the right herbs in the blend for you? Just because there's a blend that's designed for fibroids, everybody's fibroids are different. Yeah. It may be the same herbs, but it might be you know different percentages, yeah. different ratios. And it's important to know that before just plopping on a pot and thinking that everything is gonna be gravy. And also just because somebody had a bad situation doesn't mean that you're going to have one. Mm -hmm. You've seen how the care that can be taken to make sure you're at home when you have this experience. And it should be taken care that you feel that you feel literally at home because this is your time. This is your self-care. This is your healing. And it shouldn't be distraction, but it should be a point of renewal, rejuvenation. And anytime it's not presenting that, again, it calls the question, what's really going on? Mm-hmm. But again, mm-hmm. so many myths. And again, I'll put them in the show notes and how we can, how we dispel dispelled them. But again, see for yourself first before taking somebody else's word for it. Yeah. Um, and so as an integrative reproductive medicine and women's health provider, there are certain conditions that I absolutely love to treat. What do you feel is your niche and why?
1: Well... You know, um, one, one thing that I, I, I notice for people who tend to neglect, um, and, I, and I understand because, you know, you have women that have different issues and concerns, but me, my thing is focusing on the menstrual cycle. Okay. That is, that is like the center, the epicenter of it all. Yes. You know, because everyone is different. Mm-hmm. If, 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 if you come in for the particular blend, it may not well. I don't want to say the blend, but let's say if you want to come in, let's say for fibroids. Mm-hmm, you know, right. it could be two different women coming in for fibroids, and one would used to go, "Oh, okay, she's a flower. Right. but one can actually have a short cycle, or one can have mm-hmm. none. Right. You know, and so I would have to. My focus would be, okay, let's let's get you let's get you back on track. Yeah. You know, and and then we'll we'll address that. It was I had to take the same approach. When it came to skincare, mm-hmm. you know, I yeah. could, you know, women come in, oh my god, my face is so oily, I have so much acne, and I ask, you know, well, well what's your what's your skin type? Mm-hmm. And they're focusing on the condition, right. and if I know, let's let's, get, let's balance what you were born with first, right, right. Then right. let's let's take care of that. Mm-hmm. So, but um, so yeah, it's all about balancing, you know, um, the 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 menstrual cycle yeah. and also addressing the emotional aspect.
0: Okay, so we spent some time talking about various conditions that can be treated with and healed by vaginal steaming. So what about labor induction and subsequent to delivery postpartum recovery?
1: Oh, so um, this is, uh, I know, you know, before we we talked about, you know, uh, women not being able to steam while they're pregnant. But we forgot to say, to a certain extent. Um, so once you pass that that thirty-seven week mark, you can start preparing yourself, you know, for delivery. And if, you're ready. Yeah, you're ready <laughs> at this point. It, it is it is safe, you know, perfectly safe right. to do so because um, when you put the the heat, it increases the circulation and it opens the cervix. Mm-hmm. So if you need a little right. help, you know, with your dilation, it is a great tool a great
0: tool. And I think a lot of times when we talk about dilation, most of the time women are just focused on like, how many centimeters am I dilated? How many centimeters am I I dilated? But what doesn't happen is dilation doesn't happen without cervical effacement. And cervical effacement is that actual thinning of the cervix so that it can dilate. Mm -hmm. You can't have a fully dilated uterus if it's at that same depth and thickness as it was and effacement is that thinning so what that steam does is really accelerate the thinning process so that you are able to dilate there is no dilation without effacement and i think when we think about that that helps you get to that labor induction as babies getting and accommodated in that space in the uterus and getting lower in the abdomen and that pelvic cavity so yes that's perfect um and again This can be done, doesn't even have to be done with any particular blend. It can be done with something as gentle as green tea, like a green tea bag that you have in your kitchen. It's more so that ability to get that steam, that medicinal steam, literally the steam itself, um, even without a particular herb to address the situation, but the situation in that moment is... in. In the moment is preparing for delivery, so yes, that's that's the important thing there. So that's great.
1: It um, the time, you know. Um, yes.
0: So talk about especially, that,
1: especially you know with those, those ten pound babies, you know. Um, some <laughs> some women tend to experience you know prolapse, you know. Um, also, they they may experience a little tearing, a You know, it is a. Right. It it it's so it's soothing, you know. Um, it's a great way to tone and tighten, you know, um, those uterine walls. So, right. Um, and of of course, you can never stress in you know increasing that circulation just to move that any stagnation, you know, to increase that circulation, you know, because, you know, you haven't had a cycle in almost a year, you know. So yeah. with at least most women. And so it's it's a great way, you know, to 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 the any residual, you
0: know, residue. Right. Absolutely. And it's also another way to connect with oneself after labor and delivery because there's been a lot of stuff that went on at a very intense and crucial time mm-hmm. in terms of your uterus, again, accommodating a new being mm-hmm. and all the processes that went on To just bring that baby into the world, the dilation of your cervix, your pelvic floor, and I think you talked about tightening of those tissues. And that's a wonderful opportunity to use steaming in that regard, not because you're necessarily trying to get your period back. Um, But sometimes when a woman is breastfeeding, she may not get a period, but that doesn't mean that your womb doesn't need to continue to be taken care of and nurtured in preparation as now, not just postpartum, but interconception care, especially if you plan to have another baby or intend to try to conceive again. So again, steaming has, again, so many different functions and so many different benefits. It's just so hard for me to even conceptualize how not every woman is taking advantage of the properties and the experience itself. So, again, we've talked about, again, through the reproductive life, through postpartum, what are some additional resources you can recommend for not only establishing a vaginal steam self-care practice, but also for those who are interested in vaginal steam facilitation or parasteam hydrotherapy? I, you
1: know what? I can never stress. stress. I can never um, stress enough the importance of even having a good tea, you know, Mm. pairing a nice tea with it, you know, having something to go inside as you treat, you know, the external as well. Right. It's it's a really great tool to have, you know. um,
0: So what teas do you use as a part of your STEAM practice?
1: Oh, red raspberry is always (laughs) on deck. (laughs) Yes. This is really great. For and, when, and tell us what
0: you put in your tea to create the visual See, as well. One of my favorites. I don't want to give it all away. I don't want to <laughs> give it all away. Okay, you know what? You're right. You're right. Certain things, I guess, you need to be have close hold. I'm just spoiled, and I guess I get the best of the yeah. best, and I don't know how to act. I don't know how to act. You're right. You're right. Certain things are going to be close I will. I will.
1: You know, since. Um... I have to take in, you know, to consideration that, you know, some of our clients do have like high blood pressure, you know. Mm-hmm. So I have to be very mindful, you know, because honey can be a bit too much, you know, a little too right, sweet. Right. Um so I just love to add just a nice little cinnamon stick because it is mm-hmm. it you know, it helps, you know, lower the blood pressure, you know, um and it just adds to some the, the perfect touch of sweetness, you know, um, that's right. not overbearing but very subtle, you know. Um, and it's healthy, you know, so. Right. But cinnamon stickers, you know, I, I love to add those, you know, in
0: a special Okay. Stick. All right. She's not, getting, she's not giving you all the tea, y'all. She's not giving all you all the, all the tea. Just a little bit. Not all the tea. Certain things, again, you just, you got to be there to experience it. Again, I can't, I can't control this. I can't control this. All right. So as we finish up, um, what parting words of wisdom do you have for those who are you know pretty much in life wisdom steam wisdom what parting p- words of wisdom do you have for the audience
1: you know this is something that i've always observed that uh, my grandmother do and i don't care how long of a day she's had i don't care how much work she's done this is a woman who raised 11 children and Mm. myself so I'm number 12 (laughs) you know oh my gosh so yeah and who still had time to care for those you know in her community to care for those um to care for the elderly to even care for babies you know um and to even to take out time to raise her grandchildren you know one of them Right. right um but one thing I noticed about my grandmother is that she had a ritual every single day Mm. and I don't care how simple it is but she took a bath that was Mm. her ritual I've never seen my grandmother take showers she always took baths and it's just something about um about them you know um Mm -hmm. because it it was something that I took I I took on myself I found myself doing it you know um and and just the, the importance of being intentional you know and mm-hmm. so I say that to say, create a ritual for yourself. And yes. it, and all a ritual is, it's it's just, I'm just big on breaking the spiritual back <laughs> into mm-hmm. rituals. You can't even spell spiritual without ritual. It, you, know, yes. you know, so, yes. you know, when you think about it, but yeah. I have a ritual. And one of my favorite um uh, proverbs is, you know, is to guard your heart with all diligence, mm-hmm. you know, um yes. to see words of wisdom, like really guard your heart and guard your mind mm-hmm. because out of it it does it flows the issues of life. And so that's, that's I think about, you know, how we tend to when we think of self care, we think of oh, we're we to get our games done, we're gonna get a massage, you know, we get our mm-hmm. feet done and you know, we always think yeah. of things that are external, but that that particular scripture alone, it helps us focus on the internal. It's, it's okay yes. to check in on yourself. You know, if it's a daily thing, if it's a weekly thing, a monthly thing, you know, right. going back to the ritual, make your your, your menstrual cycle, your monthly, it's, it's a monthly thing. Make it a ritual for you. Yes. That's your check in. That's your body's way of letting you know where you are, you know, health wise, mm-hmm. you know. And So yes. I really hope that every woman, you know. I hope, I hope the takeaways, one of the takeaways is to be very intentional even when it comes to that time of the month because it shows your body is cleansing itself. That can be your time to, yes. to, to cleanse as well. Go on a nice little detox. It doesn't have to be much. You can just incorporate more fruit, more vegetables, you know, get your mm-hmm. proper rest. That is a time for you to really take care of you and nurture you, you know. So yes. have your ritual. You know, have something, you know, nice to meditate to or, you know, or a nice scripture or um, have your candles or your oils like really take time to take care of you. It's beyond the external, but it's really about the internal. That's 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 what's key. That's that's the most important thing. All you have is you. All you have is you.
0: All right. Okay. Well, no more needs to be said. The mic officially is being dropped. Thank you, Miss April. Thank you, Miss April. I really appreciate it. Y'all, you don't understand. Like, I've been blessed that I get to have the opportunity to be with this woman on most days. And I really want to emphasize that she is a true gem, a gem amongst all the gems. She's a support system, she's a friend. She's a motivator and she's an accountability partner and she brings the same level of genuine just healing presence to every interaction, whether you are a first time steamer or you have been steaming longer than she is old. And it is it is truly a wonder to behold. And while the herbs are doing their clinical work, emotional aspects of our being and there really is no experience like it I've been seen before I've seen by myself and there is really no other experience like it on the face of the earth so April I thank you I appreciate you I love you and again I look forward to just continuing to be on this journey with you and I appreciate everything that you have been been to me and that you bring to the center thanks so much sis
1: well You're welcome. I mean, I don't even know what to say to all that, but I want to give you your flowers too because first and foremost, I want to say I am so proud of you. You are, listen, (laughs) if Superwoman was real, it would be you because I get a chance to watch and witness the things that take place. You know, behind the scenes, I I get to see, Mm -hmm. you know, you being the woman in front of the camera, the woman behind the (laughs) camera, the woman with the patient, the one behind, you know, you know, I I get to, I get a chance to see all that. And I even wonder, how do you do all of this, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. but one of the things that I love most about you is that you get what you see, you know, and Mm. I, being you know, and an Obi Guy, not me, but you, <laughs> and I have to yeah, say, okay. <laughs> and listen, y'all, I'm gonna I'm just let me correct y'all too because I know if, if y'all like me, I was saying OBGYN and I thought I was saying it correctly, <laughs> but she checked me like it's Guy. So, moving forward, if you hear this podcast, say Obi Guy from now on, out, just from now on, it could be said either way. Mm-mm, so she got me together, like ob so ob <laughs> You know, you don't really see, you know, too many of them, you know, being making connections, you know, you know, with their their patients. You know, you don't really get a chance to see heart. You see the logic, you know, the left brain operating, but you don't really see the right side. And I, I don't know any doctor who has a heart for people. It's not even about the numbers. None of that. It you really do get what you see. So this woman you know <laughs> this beautiful face that's sitting that's standing right here it's, she's just a big ball of love she smiles with her eyes like her, her whole body she just smiles you know like, <laughs> even i don't care what day i can or what morning i could be having the moment i walk in and i just see that <laughs> how she is you know and i know that God placed his hands on you when he molded you and placed you on this earth because he knew that there was going to be a time and space where this industry was going to, just wasn't going to do right.
0: And he needed- For such a time as this. Yeah. For such a time as
1: this. Wow. Look where we are now. This is the perfect time. So I'm honored, you know, to- to to be on the side of you, to to be behind, to watch, you know, to glean, you know, all those Thank things. Thank you for Sharing your time. With an honor and we
0: hope you will join us truly for our humble, next episode. Fully
1: you know. you um, stick with to us. Working with
0: someone with of caliber.
1: <laughs> you know? oh, stop! Stop! you
0: she's <laughs> 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 just on a real thick. laying on a real no, thick. But
1: yeah, doc, I almost <laughs> called you by your name, but Doctor White. <laughs> See, <laughs> this is a real deal. You know, if you're looking for a place, you know, that's safe, you know, where you can really feel that you are heard and valued, the Evnemonian Center is where it's at.
0: All right. Yeah. Well, listen, she was not paid for that mm-hmm. promotional opportunity. I'm not saying it because I it didn't so see that coming. I did not see that yeah. coming. <laughs> I'm
1: not, listening. I'm not saying it just because, you know, I'm a part of the team, yes. but it's just like that
0: it is. It is. The like facts that. are the facts. Um, yeah. and I do appreciate you giving me my flowers. So there you have it. Everything from the sweet petal, Miss April Cohen. Thank you, honey. I love, <laughs> I you. love you. And, um, I'll see you real soon. All right. <laughs> Thank you for listening and sharing your time with us. We hope you will join us for our next episode. Now stick with us for one o'clock with Vino blues, Wakia Henry.
2: Hello, wine mates. Welcome back for another segment of Wine O'Clock with me, your girl, Waikia. We will taste and review some wines together as I share some basic knowledge about wine that I've learned along the way. OK, so you may know I am the owner of Vina Blue Mobile Wine Bar, where we host and serve wine at corporate, social, and private events my information will be in the, um, the description. So please feel free to reach out to me or um, just give me, a, give me a thumbs up or a hi, or if you want some bookings, we could uh, definitely help you out. Or I would just appreciate a nice hello. Um, so we do this um, these segments, and as you know, I go out and I handpick these wines from Total Wine so that you all will be able to access the wines and we could hopefully sip the same wines together. So last segment, if you can remember, I introduced Nebbiolo as our wine for tonight. We will be sipping Nebbiolo, which is the grape. And this particular wine, our grape is from the region of Barbaresco, which is in Italy. So Barbaresco, sometimes this label actually has Nebbiolo on the label, but sometimes you may see a wine labeled Barbaresco, which basically is the same thing. So the Barbaresco is the wine and is also the region. Sometimes they'll name the, the bottle of wine based on the region. Um, however, Barbaresco is made with the Nebbiolo grape, right? So we're gonna be um, exploring Nebbiolo tonight and this is a 2018 produced by Nada Ferrarinzo okay again we're in Italy Italy wine so this wine actually the reason why I picked this bottle of wine um, is because I just definitely wanted to do a red wine that was also light to kind of carry on with our summer theme because you know, most of us or some of us like red wines over whites, and so we still can enjoy a nice red wine, um, although it could be during the summer. So Nebbiolo is, I you know, I believe is one of those red wines that is not too heavy on the palate that we still can enjoy. Um, however, there's a trick to this Nebbiolo, um, which we'll talk about. But um, this particular region in Barbaresco, they actually grow their vines. This particular region and uh, producer, they actually grow their wine, their vines on steep slopes. They're called the Langa, and so the Langa is the area where they have like hilly, hilly on the hilly hills on the south side, where the grapes can get a good amount of um, sun exposure to help it ripen fully um, during the day, and then at night. Because of these steep slopes where the vines are, great, are grown, you'll get, um, you'll get some type of nighttime coolness that will slow down the ripening, uh, which is really great for this Nebbiolo because Nebbiolo is actually an early ripening grape, similar to Pinot Noir, right? Uh, it's an early ripening grape, which means that if it ripens too much, if it's too much sunlight hits it, then it can become very um, jammy um, if it ripens too, too early. So what the region here allows is um, some good ripening and sun exposure during the day. And then at night, it kind of slows it down so that this grape can slowly ripen um, and get the full potential um, that it, uh, it is meant to, to give, right? So the Nebbiolo grape is, um, is high in acid, and is high in tanning. However, the unique part about this um, wine is that it actually has very little color, which is not your typical high tannic wine. Your high tannic wine will actually be more deep in color because remember, tannins come from the grape skin. Um, if I shared that with you before, but um, and and we tend to leave that. Um, in our deep red wines, we leave that skin on there to give you that tanning um, grip. Um, However, Nebbiolo will give you that same grip. However, it will not be as heavy or deep in color as your typical um, high tannic um, red wine. So for that reason, I felt like it would be a great summer wine. Um, So what we're expecting to get out of this bottle of Nebbiolo tonight is um, the typical or characteristics of a Nebbiolo would be like a perfumed um, aroma, some sour cherries, a little bit of herbaceous um, flavors, and dried flower aromas. That's what we um, are expecting out of this bottle. Um, so we'll take a sip and see if that's what we um, if that's what we actually get from this bottle, right? So. Um, how about we go ahead and um, open your bottle? If you recall last session, or last segment, I mentioned that it would be a great idea if you were to open your bottles maybe like an hour or 30 minutes before we start um, We, st- we start our exploration of the bottle, which will allow the wine to kind of open up a little bit, um, and it'll release some of that Um, layer of gas that they put on the wines to protect the wine Um, and also that alcohol intense alcohol um, flavor that you tend to get a lot with um, with your red wines or sometimes your whites when you first open the bottle and drink it so allow that to subside a little bit you will just open it up a little early let it sit a little bit and the air will kind of help those aromas um, develop a little so that's what I did tonight but for those who did not please go ahead and open your bottles i'll wait for you and those who did um, kudos but no cheating do not drink we'll explore this bottle together so um while we're opening our bottle nebbiolo is actually one of those um italian um, wines that are, are great for aging right it's great for bottle aging so it benefits very well because it's so high in tanning, so high in acid, those actual characters of the wine, if set in the bottle for a little bit, will kind of develop and allow the fruits to kind of move forward into the bottle. So once you do open it, let it sit for a few years, open it up, those flavors should be very subsiding and, and those high tannins and acid um, characters should subside a little bit and those flavors should come right on through. Um, making it very well-developed um, when it's time to drink. Uh, when the producers actually create this bottle of wine, they actually are required to um, have it age for two years um, in the bottle or just age for two years. And nine of nine months of those two years, it has to age in oak, right? So they cannot release this bottle um, once they have actually bottled and harvested. They cannot release it for two years and of those two years, nine months, it has to sit and in, in age in some good old oak. So what we're going to be expecting as well is some oak flavors. Um, nine months in oak, oh that's very saturated for me. So I'm going to be um, looking forward to some beautiful oak flavors in this bottle as well. So let's go ahead and pour. Pour our glass. Remember we're going to be Looking, we're going to be smelling, tasting, and feeling, using our four of the five senses like we've um, done in each segment. And I'm sure you guys are pros again at this. I'm, I'm just repeating myself, but you already know this stuff, right? So the the, the key to um, also tasting is you want to, when you're getting ready to describe your wines, the first thing you want to look for are the fruit flavors first and um, I said that because we know that this wine has a lot of character right because it's been aged in oak so right before we start depicting the oakiness of this wine let's, let's pull out the fruit flavors first and remember we're looking for cherries let's see what we find first we're going to see as you can see this wine is pretty clear for a red, um, a red wine right I can pretty much see through it right no sediments on my bottle I don't know about yours or my glass I don't know about yours mine's is pretty clear and let's go ahead and swirl it around a little bit in the the glass again to help it open up a little bit more particularly those who are just opening it this will help bring forward those fruit aromas that we're going to try to depict first in this glass go ahead and give it a good smell inhaling with our dominant nostril mine is my right Whew, that smells pretty nice. So, remember, we're also rating. So, what are I remember what I tell you about the intensity on the nose? Were you able to smell these aromas before moving it closer to your nose? For me, I did. I was when I was swirling around, I was able to depict some of those beautiful aromas coming out of the bouquet, coming out of that glass. So, um was it extraordinary prominent i wouldn't say it was but i would actually give it a score for um intensity on the nose because i am able to smell it without first bringing it to my nose but as i bring it to my nose oh those aromas are definitely coming out of that glass right what about you what do you guys think oh this is beautiful on the nose for me oh right away fruit first definitely your cherries black and red cherries, uh, I can smell the sourness of that cherry as well for me. I'll even say maybe like some tomato leaf, right? Some type of tomato in there, definitely herbs. Wow, that is beautiful. Now we can start trying to smell what type of effects that the, um, the aged and oak um, gives to the wine. Oh my God, so definitely cedar. Can y'all smell the cedar and the wood? Almost reminds me of like a barn fire or maybe an unlit cigar. Not as strong as a little, but like, you know, an unlit cigar, something that you, not putting it too close to your nose, but maybe like, you know, toastiness I can definitely smell in there, a little smokiness. So the wood is very pronounced in this wine. Which to me, I love. I love to smell that oakiness in wine. Um, particularly a red wine. So um, so we were able to depict a few um, characters of this wine, right? So think of our Blick. Remember we're rating. So just remember Blick when we come to the complexity of it. We're able to pick out a lot of characters. Let's go ahead and give this wine a good mouthful. Swish it around a little bit. Take it to the back of the mouth, so we can also feel the effects of the wine. Woo! Oh my God, right away, the wateriness. Can can y'all feel that? This wine definitely is high in acid, remember? One way to determine if a wine is high in acid is that it makes your mouth water this wine definitely does that and at the same time you can feel the dryness starting to develop on the gums That determines tanning right? If that your gums start to dry out then it has um, some tanning in it so this has a, a fair amount of tanning I wouldn't say it in that a great amount of tanning, but definitely a fair amount of tanning is in this wine. And as we keep sipping, if you want to um, actually feel the tanning, the key is to like make sure you get it all around your mouth, even under your gums. That's where you're going to feel that dryness. It's almost like eating the peeling of a grape and that dry. That's tanning um um this wine also has a fair amount of alcohol it's 14.5 percent so guess what we're going to um feel to determine whether a wine is high in alcohol it's going to feel warm in your mouth or sometimes when people for me when i drink wine that's high in alcohol and i swallow i can feel the heat going down my throat so i do feel a little warmth in this wine so the app the heat and the alcohol determines um, how high the alcohol is and so all of that is there um, now let's go ahead and um, think about our blick and how we're rating this wine right for me I don't know about you but for me this wine is well balanced um, the alcohol did not overpower the flavors the tanning went very well with the acid it was not like an overpowering um, water waterness over the dryness it kind of like evened and balanced out very well so i would definitely give this wine a yes for balance and the length as i am talking right now i can still feel or taste the flavors of this wine in, on my on my palate which is really good that's that's one of my favorite things about i'm um, drinking good wine it's like i love to be able to still feel the effects of that wine and the flavors kind of last and linger on my tongue. That is to me, is my number one thing with wine. Um, I hate when wine kind of like just flushes out as soon as I, I drink it. This wine stays around a little longer, so I would give it a yes for length, right? Intensity. Is this wine as intense on the mouth as it was on the nose? We already know it's intense on the nose, but we were able to depict a lot of aromas, a lot of character on the nose. On the palate let's see for me on the palate I definitely have some of those cherry cherry flavors right and I definitely taste some of those dried fruit flavors even some dried maybe dried flowers but um, what what stands out most to me on my palate is the oakiness of the wine so I would say that on the nose, it was way more complex than it is on the mouth. You may think differently, but this is what I'm picking up. So I would have to give it a half point for intensity for me. I would say on the nose, uh, it gave me so many characters. I thought it was great on the mouth. It gave me some, but um, I'm not picking up a lot of notes on my palate as I did um, on 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 my nose so I am having like the oakiness but it's not as pronounced right so half a point for intensity complexity is this wine complex so yes I would say this wine is complex for different reasons but mainly because as I mentioned before we were able to um, pick out a lot of characters Um, when we were we were describing the wine on the nose so as I drink it, I am definitely um I know that this wine, if I go back to it in a minute, it's gonna develop into something new. Um the fruit flavors will probably come out more. This wine has a lot of character to it. Uh, it can age well. So I would say this wine has the complexity that is needed to get that point. So I guess we are gonna rate this wine, eh, I guess we could say it's outstanding. We got four or point. Five. So I would go ahead and give it an outstanding um, in my book. Um, basically, I love it because I can age it. And if I ever get this wine again, which I hope I do, I would probably let it sit for a few years before I drink it. Just to see how that tanning and that alcohol um, and that acid develops into some very beautiful fruity, no- fruity notes in the wine, right? So for pairing... So this is a no-brainer, right? No-brainer. We know that um, wines that are pretty much on the, pretty much on the heavier side pair as well with heavier, heavier foods. So red meats, like red meats, would go very well with this wine, right? Red meats, um, steaks, um, lamb chops, uh, chorizo, even a, a a nice burger. Um, I think a burger would go very well with this wine. Um, and so you know, but if you're like me. I drink now and pair later, right? That's how I do. So I can drink this wine without eating a thing. I don't know if that's good or bad, but hey, that's just how I roll. Um, so that will, you know, that would be the, uh, the review of our Nebbiello. What do you guys think? What do you think? Please let me know. Um, would you buy this wine again? Did you enjoy it? Um, it's a really easy drinking wine. You can definitely have this during the summer um, you you know me I am a very chicory um, bored person so I would definitely chop up some um, fruit and I would have uh, maybe I'll go with my cherries because this wine brings out a little bit of cherry maybe I'll pick some cherries to see how that pairs with it definitely strawberries uh, red fruit will go with this um, some cheeses crackers And, of course, you know I love pizza, so I'll put pizza with anything. But, anyway, I think that this uh, pair with a lot of different things that you may um, like. But build your jacquery board the way you like, as I always say. So, um, let's see. What are we going to be sipping on next episode? You take a guess. I'm going to give you some hints, Okay. So, this is actually a red wine. And it comes from the region of Willamette, which is in Oregon, one of the top regions for growing this particular grape, right? This grape is a very finicky grape. It is an early ripening grape, thin skin. And when fermented into wine, it kind of develops into a medium, medium plus body. Not as full body as your Cabernets or, you know, your, your different red, um, heavier wines. It's more of on the lighter side, which is why I picked it to continue on with our summer theme. Oh, we're going to be summer theming um, until, until the next season. Um, so, um, also, let's see. We are going, this, this wine will have um, aromas of red fruit, strawberries, raspberries, cherries, and then some oak. What do you think it is? Take a guess. You're right. You're right. Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. So we're gonna go back to Pinot Noir. We've had this um, this particular region before, Willamette, um, one of my favorite regions. I guess I have a lot of favorites, but um, is very known and renowned for um, the growing some beautiful Pinot Noir uh, because of the uh, the region and the terroir. So. It's a cooler area and so pinot noir happens to develop better in the cooler areas um, so that it doesn't over ripen but um, i look forward to tasting this this is a actual 2016 and i actually looked this up, looked this up and it actually got a rating of 3.8 um, by other wine drinkers but we'll judge it um and see what we come up with i look forward to drinking that with you next time um so please go out to total wine the producer of this bottle is codwell hill sellers and um it will be in total wine which is where i grab this bottle so please go to your local total wine grab your bottle be ready to drink with me next week pinot noir is actually one of those wines that you can chill a little bit so My idea would be to put it in the refrigerator and take it out an hour before we start to taste, open it up, let it air out a little bit, it'll be just right for our tasting. Uh, If you like, go ahead and make your tricoterie board as we taste, I won't be mad, Um, it'll be great. Um, So I look forward to exploring this wine with you in the next episode. I hope you enjoy your night and Let's uh, see. This concludes my segment for tonight. Um, if anything, I hope that these segments somehow help to enhance your uh, your wine drinking experience, and also to help you connect more with the wine as you drink it. It helps you connect with, you know, how the producers make it, um, how the region is kind of developed, um, how the terroir, or the weather, or the climate uh, affects the grape. All that stuff connects and actually give you a better sense of what you're drinking. So that is my goal as we have these sessions going forward and, and what my goal has always been. Uh, but if nothing else, I hope you were able to just enjoy a nice bottle of wine each time, right? Well, until next time, be safe, be healthy, and drink wine. I can't wait to um, chat with you guys next segment. I hope you have a beautiful week. And take care and make sure you get your bottle of wine from Total Wine. See you guys. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you, Wakia, for providing us with another opportunity to wind down together. Take a look at the show notes for more information about today's guest, links to the website, contact information, and social media channels. We really hope you enjoyed our conversation today. Think about one gem you can take away from this episode and apply it to your own life. Also, please take a moment to like the episode, subscribe to the channel, comment, and share with your family, friends, and colleagues. Till we meet again, remember to nourish your flourish and see you real soon. Salud!